Welcome back to this week's episode of Walking with the Master. My prayer is that each episode encourages you and challenges you in your daily walk with the Master. This week's episode is entitled, Jesus is Missing. Have you ever been so caught up in what was going on in your life that you failed to keep your eyes on Jesus? And when you did come around to looking for him, it seemed like he was missing. If so, there are some lessons to be learned from Mary and Joseph. Other than the advent of Jesus as a baby, there is only one other event pertaining to his first 30 years on this earth that is recorded in Scripture. As we look at that event, let's be mindful that Jesus came and journeyed on this earth so that we might know how to live through his life and ministry, we might be able to live through his crucifixion, and we might be empowered to live through his resurrection. The truth of what took place on this specific journey goes a long way toward leading us how to live in our life journey. As such, we will look at this event as recorded in Luke 2 through the eyes of Jesus's traveling companions. As a part of the law handed down through Moses, the children of Israel were commanded to celebrate three festivals each year, Passover, the Feast of Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Many chose to travel to Jerusalem to observe those celebrations. Joseph, being poor, was probably unable to make that trip three times per year, but he would have faithfully done so at least once each year to celebrate the Passover. Every year, he would take Mary and Jesus, together with the rest of his family, and travel the 65 miles from Nazareth in Galilee to Jerusalem in Judea. And they did not travel alone. Often, entire villages would make this annual pilgrimage together. As was the custom, the women and children would walk in the front of the entourage, and the men and their teenage sons would follow, discussing politics and religion. They would not travel as a family, but as a village, and the family would not come together until it was time to stop for the evening. At the age of 12, Jesus was no longer a child, but he was also not yet considered a man. So on this trip, Jesus probably spent time bouncing from one group to another, as well as with friends. So, on the return trip to Nazareth that first day, it is not surprising that Mary and Joseph did not discover that Jesus was missing until the evening hours. They had been busy finalizing any business they needed to conduct in Jerusalem while they were there, as well as making preparations for the four to five day journey back home. In the midst of their busyness, it would have been easy to lose sight of Jesus. But in the evening, when the pace slowed, the busyness stopped, and the distractions subsided, they began to become acutely aware of his absence. Can you imagine their panic as they hurried from place to place seeking Jesus, but to no avail? And in their hearts, his absence and their separation from him turned into sorrow a sorrow that led them to stop traveling in the direction they were going, to turn around and seek Jesus. If you have found yourself journeying without Jesus, take heart in the truth of this account. 
If you seek him, you will find him. Respond to the sorrow of your separation, turn from the direction you are headed, and turn back to where he is. It took one day for them to get back to Jerusalem, and they searched for two more days before they found him. Be mindful that even though they were the earthly parents of Jesus, they still didn't completely understand all that was going on. They knew that Jesus was the Messiah. The angel had told them that. But remember, the Jews thought the Messiah would come as the king to the palace, not as the Son of Man to the temple and the cross. Joseph and Mary may have been more impressed to first seek Jesus in the palace than they were to look for him in the temple. Perhaps you too are seeking Jesus, but not sure where to look. Heed the lesson of Joseph and Mary. Go back to the last place you saw him. He will be there. He will be waiting for you. And when Joseph and Mary came upon him, what did they see? They saw him listening to the teaching of God's word. They saw him asking questions to clarify God's word. And they saw him answering the teachers with his God-given wisdom and understanding of God's word. As you return and find him, listen to his teaching. Don't be fearful to ask questions to clarify. And then respond in word and in action with the wisdom and understanding that he has given you through his word. Don't be so excited by your joy over finding him that you miss his teaching. And don't be in such a hurry to get back on your journey that you fail to respond to him. The one tragedy of the day surrounded the teachers with whom he sat, because there he was in their presence, speaking the truth of the Father, and they did not know him. They marveled at his understanding and missed the reality of his person. Do not solely seek Jesus as your teacher. Seek him as your Savior and your Master, as the Son of the living God. And one more truth for us to remember. Jesus told Mary that he was about the Father's business. Let us be mindful that we too must make the Father's business our priority. As many of you know, last week I released the first book in my newest series, The Called. The book is entitled, A Carpenter Called Joseph. It is a story about Joseph written in first person from his early days before meeting Mary through the final days of his life. You'll find an account of this trip to the temple in the book as well. Fictional elements have been added to the factual story where scripture is silent so that we might explore what Joseph's life journey and reactions could have looked like beyond the specific events we are told about. My hope is that you will recognize the ways God works through all of our experiences, just like he did in the lives of Joseph and Mary. God uses it all, in and through us, to further his mission and bring glory to his name. Information on how you can obtain a copy of A Carpenter Called Joseph, as well as all of my other books, is available on my website, kenwinter.org. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, and have a great week as you walk 
with the master.